This is so wizarding. This is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Soul Wizard Podcast, episode 480 of Soul Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Marky Mark, a.k.a. The Expert, a.k.a. Tall Cool One, a.k.a. Rise of Skywalker is amazing. Marky Mark from Soul Wizard Podcast. <laughs> Joining me this week, my co-host, the lovely and talented Miss Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. Hey, girl. And joining us this week is the Wizard of Oz of Soul Wizard Podcast, the man behind the curtain, Mr. Adam Wallyhawk. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> glad to be here. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Uh, our normal host, Joey, uh, as you guys may realize, I'm not him. Uh, he is away on assignment. And we always say that, but he actually is away on assignment. He actually is uh, getting content for the show. Uh, he is not with us this week. He is somewhere resting up, I would imagine. Uh, after not a- getting me a Tom Hardy autograph. <laughs> you bastard. He is doing his part to uh, get coverage from New York Comic Con. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, Tom Hardy was there and Aubrey was not. I am sorry. I take a picture of Neptune's feet for Joey. (laughs) (laughs) And he can't even give me an autograph. The nerve, the nerve. There'll be hell to pay next week, Joey DiCarlo. But you are listening to Soul Wizard Podcast, where three friends will get together and review movies, TV shows, and all types of other things. Uh, This week, we are talking about a new movie from the Blumhouse factory. It's called Totally Killer. It's streaming on Prime, and it's uh, a movie that definitely fits within our Soul Wizard wheelhouse. Uh, But before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing? Let's start with our, you know, he's he's not even a guest. He's he's a, a host of the show. He does more work for Soul Wizard Podcast in a week than I've done in like five years. Uh, Adam, how are you doing this week, dude? Doing good. Getting getting through the crazy year. Yeah, um, you have been you've been dropping some awesome videos on the YouTube page for uh, New York Comic Con. How's that going? That's going great. Uh, I couldn't make it to the con in person this year, but I still reached out to everybody, and I think we're actually going to end up with more videos with me not going than if I had gone, because <laughs> everyone wants to schedule into November. Wow. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of New York Comic Con related stuff coming for the next month. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, listeners, if you want to check out the YouTube page, uh, definitely go to that, and you're going to see some amazing stuff curated by the one and only Adam Mollyhawk. That's right. Now, if you get a Tom Hardy interview, (laughs) (laughs) I will definitely get you an autograph. I appreciate Uh, you. <laughs> she she wants to be on that episode. Aubrey would just pop in and be like, "I love you," and then disappear. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm recording in the background with no recording equipment. Don't mind me." Who's <laughs> <laughs> breathing right. into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Aubrey, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm living a dream. You know, it's, uh, it's tough being me. Yeah. I know. Uh, I mean, it's just working. I got a lot that, like, I, I juggle uh, on top of, like, our podcast. I don't think I talk much about, like, the extracurriculars that I do because generally I don't do too many. But I do a lot of, um, like, graphics work for charity events. And I've done it for a couple of years now. I'll make all of their graphics, their banners, their posters. Um, they give away like these things called dash plaques. They do like a car show twice a year, two different charity events. And I, I do like dash plaques, which are given away at car shows to, to car collectors. So I design those and I design all of their graphic stuff for all these charity events. So I'm just wrapping up with like a toys for thoughts event. And, uh, yeah, on top of like all the other crazy stuff that I do of like work and and all of that. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do some like other stuff too, like work related that um you know, eventually I'll be able to somewhat talk about. I think I'll be in the news soon actually for that work stuff, so. <laughs> I did, I did some, uh, you know, on camera interviews and stuff for that work stuff. So that, that's uh, awesome. A bit busy, yeah. That's fantastic. Please tell me you were wearing a Soul Wizard podcast T-shirt during these interviews. No, no. I, I was, uh, I was, and it was actually like one of them was right before I had to go to my second job. So I was wearing my second job's shirt because uh, I was like, I'm doing this during my lunch break and then I got to go back to work and then I got to go to my second job. So I don't <laughs> want to be changing during that. So I was I was wearing my second job shirt uh, for one of them. I have more coming up uh, where I I'll be wearing like a work related shirt uh, for stuff. So excellent. And become kind of like a a symbol of this whole work related thing. It's really weird. I don't know why people are putting me in charge of this and making me the symbol of this whole movement, but they are. <laughs> so. That's amazing. Aubrey, the symbol of a movement. <laughs> it's very weird. It is. The, the people are like, think that I'm this greatest team being in the entire world and I should <laughs> represent them. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> something going on with you, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. I'm glad you're keeping busy. And it sounds like uh, you got a lot on your plate as usual. Um, but yeah, I wish I you. didn't. <laughs> I'm also moving <laughs> during all of this, you know, it's like I'm moving during all of these extracurricular activities that I got and all this extra work stuff that I do. And I was like, I'm losing my mind. Plus, uh, Noah's birthday is coming up next month in a couple weeks. And then Christmas is right around the corner. It's like, man, I got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> And you still found the time to show up, watch a movie, and talk about said movie, a.k.a. Pod Before Life. Who's better than you? Yeah. No one. <laughs> no one's better than you, Aubrey. <laughs> that Pod Before Life, and it'll never die. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Joey <laughs> uh, will never let it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as for me, I've uh, had another crazy week. Just working. Uh, I'm desperately trying to get these new shirts uploaded for the uh, Soul Wizard t-shirt uh, page. I have some new designs and that I think are really cool. And uh, I just haven't had the time to finish them up to get them uploaded. Uh, but they will be coming soon in time for the holidays. 
Uh, so that's what I've been doing, just desperately trying to get these new designs up because I have like 8,000 ideas, but only so many minutes to actually sit down and construct it so that I, I feel like it's a, a good shirt to wear. Uh, but they, there is some more coming soon. I just have to find the time to do it. Um, but now that I know that that Aubrey is uh, awesome with the, uh, you know, she's handy with the pin in the design uh, area. <laughs> you know, I, I hate to put more on her plate, but, you know, I'm just saying, you, you help her brother out. You know, throw a design here and there. I, when you, I when you can try. <laughs> when I you did can. give one design. Oh, that's true. That's right. <laughs> that's right. If you go to the, the Soul Wizard Tea Public page, uh, you will see uh, Kenny Loggins as Jesus. I wear that all the time, and people do think it's Jesus. And they think that, they're like, oh, that's so sweet. That is so true. <laughs> oh, I love I'm it. in the I South, too, so like people really eat that up down here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but someone's going to catch it. Someone's going to be like, you know your Jesus shirt is Kenny Loggins, right? <laughs> and they'll be my best friend. I went to a uh, a job interview, and they asked me if I could walk into the room to any song. What would it be? And I was like, anything Kenny Loggins. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. So enough about our lives. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about us. I am going to uh, tell you a little bit more about So Was Your Podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent So Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and the Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you. It seems to me like you're the expert, Mark. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? And we are back. All right. So this week, as I mentioned before, we are talking about a new, I don't, I don't want to say it's a horror movie, but it's a, it's a slasher comedy in the vein of Happy Death Day or Freaked uh, from Blumhouse Studios. It's called Totally Killer. It stars, <laughs> and I know it's not Sabrina, the teenage witch. I mean, I know that's 
I know that that's not her real name, but whenever I see her, I'm like, oh, it's Sabrina. It's Sabrina. I always Teenage think Witch. of her as the daughter from Mad Men. That's my go-to. Like, yeah. See, yeah. I I never watch Mad Men. Don't. Oh, uh, you got to get on that. Don't hate me. Yeah. <laughs> it's still so worth it. All right, I will add that to the list. Uh, so this is, this is I always see her as is is the little girl in Mad Men. So she must be on that show a lot then. She is. She she is one of the main people I'd say, and one of the core team because she's a, she's a daughter of John Ham. Right. Okay. All right. So her name is Kiernan Shipka, uh, and again, Sabrina, <laughs> aka Sabrina. Uh, it all it stars her. It stars Olivia Holt. It also stars Julie Bowen from uh, Modern Family, who you may know as Claire from Modern Family. Uh, it is a horror comedy streaming on Prime, and uh, it just came out, I believe, last week. So, you know, it, it, basically the concept of the movie is a slasher killed a, a few girls back in the 80s, and the daughter of one of the surviving girls somehow travels back in time. <laughs> uh, and is trying to solve the murders from the eighties. So again, we, we had a chance to check it out. We didn't go to the theaters. Thank God. Uh, we actually had the, the ability to watch it from our homes. So let's get into it. What do we think of it without spoiling? What did we think of totally killer? Let's start with Adam. At first I was like, Oh, I got to watch this piece of crap. <laughs> and then I kind of warmed to it and reframed where it, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. All right. We can throw that on the DVD box. Uh, <laughs> Aubrey, what about you? What did you think? Non-spoiler, what did you think of Totally Killer? I didn't think it was the worst. Um, I, I'm with Adam. Like I went into it being like, man, I got to watch this movie. It's going to suck. Joey picked it. <laughs> and, and Joey's notorious for picking things he knows I'm going to hate. <laughs> so I, I was like, man, I really don't want to watch this. But I I didn't mind it, actually. I I could probably watch it again on a day where I have nothing else to watch and not be completely bored watching it again okay all right all right um you know i'm kind of in the same boat with you guys a little bit more positive i actually really enjoyed it i thought the concept and the thing about these blumhouse movies is that they're very high concept they're very not high concept but they can be easily described in like a sentence you know what i mean like happy death day basically groundhog day in a slasher movie uh freaked basically Freaky Friday in a slasher movie. And this one is, you know, basically back to the future in a slasher movie. So, you know, the concept is there. And I'm like, well, you know, how deep into this are they going to dive? Because back to the future is a classic. You have to have some some big stones to try to say, hey, we're like back to the future. Uh, but I, I watched this movie. And I enjoyed it. I actually thought it was a lot of fun. It wasn't fan. It wasn't amazing. It didn't. They didn't set a new cinematic classic in the time travel <laughs> genre, uh, but for the idea and what it was, I actually enjoyed it. I, it was in and out, very simple, and the performances were really good. So, you know, it sounds like we have a couple of, uh, you know, it's okay, and one that it's a little bit better than okay. So, you know, I think that sounds like it's a good, a good recommendation. I would say if you were a fan of Freaked and Happy Death Day, then, you know, you might want to give this a shot. But... The biggest oh, thing ahead, that stuck Adam. out to me as far as recommending it goes, it wasn't made for us. 
It was made for people the age of the girl in the movie. So if you're of that age, you'll probably like it a lot more. Yeah, but there's also a lot of Back to the Future type of... Well, you know, you're right. You're right. Because Back to the Future is kind of a classic. I mean, everyone has seen it. So I wouldn't say that it's mainly for like people who are around at that time. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's enough part of pop culture. I mean, even just the name, Back to the Future, you're going to know what it is. You'll know the DeLorean. You'll probably know Marty McFly, even if you've never seen it. Yeah. So as far as anyone rebooting Back to the Future, this is about as close as we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, kind of positive recommendations, but let's get into spoilers. Let's really dissect this movie and see what we thought about it uh, right after I drop the spoiler drop. Uh, I've got some spoilers. What's the spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, and we're back. All right, so let's talk about some of the things that we liked about this movie. Adam, give me a couple of things that you enjoyed about Totally Killer. Uh, One thing you pointed out, I think the performances were all spot on. I didn't think there was a weak link in the cast. I thought everyone was doing their part, even if it was like their part was to be ridiculously over the top. It never felt Mm -hmm. like too much chewing the scenery beyond what it was supposed to. I thought the comedy hit enough. Didn't hit all the time, but it hit enough that it worked. And it had a very basic story. Like you said, all the Blumhouse movies are elevator pitch, take this and this, put them together. Right. And it did still tell that story. It didn't make so much fun of the genre that it ruined itself as a movie. So I I do think that they walked the fine line and they found the balance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There is definitely a... uh... Whenever you have to do a time travel movie, there's an element where you have to get really cerebral about it and yeah. try to explain things that the audience is on board. And this one, they're just like, because I was like, well, how the hell does she travel back in time? Is it going to be like, a she get struck by lightning or is it a magic wish? And it's like, no, her friend built a time machine. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, I actually kind of like that. They just got to like stuff that in there. Oh, by the way, I'm building a time machine. Oh, right. All right. <laughs> all right so anything else? Anything else you liked about it? There must be. Because <laughs> I, I really expected to hate it, especially after watching the trailer. I was like cringing, like, oh, all the jokes are so on the nose. This is terrible. Uh, but they didn't do a great job selling the movie with the trailer. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, a big shout out, and I'm blanking on his name. Randall Park. Always happy to see Randall Park in something, and he did his thing, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. Quick little cameo just comes in and, and delivers a couple of lines. And, uh, you know, he has like a very kind of deadpan uh, type of thing that he does. Which, yeah, it was always nice to see him. I thought he was going to be in it a little bit more, seeing how he was a man of authority in the 80s. But uh, apparently not. <laughs> Aubrey, what about you? Give me some of the things that you liked about the movie. Um, I I did like the humor. I like how they kind of poke fun a little bit about at at, uh the newer you know generation of people and the teens right now i thought that the humor was really funny where they're like um that has so many homophobic undertones i mean that it was (laughs) (laughs) really funny because that really is how the world is today not that there's anything wrong with it like i want to specify like i i am probably the most liberal of us all on on this podcast so like i just found it funny i'm 
so I, d- I did enjoy the humor. I thought that everybody did a really good job acting wise. There was only a few people that I kind of got annoyed with, but I, I wouldn't say that they were bad. They were just annoying people. Uh, like uh, the gym teacher when he's a teenager, that person is really fucking annoying. <laughs> I don't even remember his name right now, but the, that character is really annoying. And it it is probably because like it, I know people in high school that were just like that, and I hated them then, and I still hate mm-hmm. seeing you know people just like them. So it it was it was really good. Everybody was really good in it. I was surprised to see Julie Bowen. I uh, Lachlan Monroe was in it, and and he. He's a very interesting actor. He, uh, there, there's nothing wrong with him. He just plays very weird people sometimes. It's almost like he plays the same brain dead adult all the time. <laughs> Except when he was in Riverdale, he he did kind of play a different character in Riverdale. Uh, I I really liked the actress that played Pam in high school. Yes. I thought that her the, all the Mollies, all the Mollies were really good. I recognized Tiffany from the the newer Scream movie. She was in the newer Scream movie. But yeah, I mean, everybody was really good. It was, it's just a, you know, there's always that element of weirdness to a horror comedy where it like makes fun of the fact that it's not supposed to make sense. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time travel thing, I mean, it was stupid, but then I was like, you know, I guess I'll okay it because at least i know that they know that it's stupid now i want to ask you guys something you know on top of this being a homage to back to the future and it also has to be a slasher movie uh, and it's also a little bit of a, a mystery too were you guys able to figure out who the killer was by the time it was revealed towards the end uh adam i don't think i flat out figured it out i wouldn't say it that confidently but mm-hmm. We're in spoilers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The first reveal, I said, okay, I, I kind of had a feeling, and then I didn't get the second reveal. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Aubrey, what about you? Uh, you know, I'm normally really good at this, and I had a feeling it was, I think his name's Doug, the... Uh, the principal. I had a feeling yep. it was the principal, and I was going to say to Max, it's the principal. And then I was like, no, I got to be wrong. And I second-guessed myself, and that's where where <laughs> I went wrong. Because I knew it was Doug, but then I went back on myself. So I don't want to give myself complete credit that I, I figured it out. I kind of did, but then I second-guessed myself like a fool. <laughs> did you get it, Mark? <laughs> I did. I got the, the first uh, reveal. I knew it was Doug uh, because... You know, they they were pointing to the other guy, the guy that, that was doing the podcast so heavily. Uh, and I'm like, oh, you know, it, it, that's too, too easy. You know, he's uh, communicating with the mom and, you know, obviously he's a suspect. So it was too easy. But then, you know, when Doug was there as a nerdy guy and then he kind of like disappears for a while. And then they they very specifically show the killer is he's very swift. You know what I mean? Like he's able to maneuver away from fights. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so and they, you know, they put it like they put it in slow motion and throw it in your face. This killer knows some stuff. So as soon as they did that, I'm like, all right, so 
at some point, did they mention that Doug does karate or something? And yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where he just brings it up out of nowhere that he's done right. karate for eight years, and everyone's like, "Okay, right, exactly, exactly." So I was asking, right, because I as soon as they did that, I thought it was Doug, and uh, I was asking myself during that slow motion scene if they mentioned Doug did karate, and then literally a couple of scenes later, he just says it. <laughs> so as soon as he said it, I'm like, "Oh well, there you go. That's the killer. That's the killer right there." So the reveal. The first reveal I got. The second one, I did not catch that one at all. But it, it makes sense. And it, I thought it was kind of unique that it was a time travel thing where they travel back in time. They solve the, the killer. They solve the mystery. They know who the killer is. And then they travel back to the current time. And because they figured it out, there's a new killer <laughs> that has to keep the thing going. So that I thought was actually kind of clever. So, yeah. So things that I like, I agree with the humor. I thought some of the jokes were really funny. Uh, I thought some of them were a little over the top. Some of them didn't land, uh, but I liked the the idea that they were, you know, that they were simple enough that anyone can get, you know what I mean? Like just goofy jokes. Uh, I did like all of the references of, you know, the back to the future stuff. Like what would a teenager in the eighties or a teenager from now in the year 2023, think about the world in the eighties and how the, uh, you know, she gets pushed down. The, the main girl gets pushed down by, by the bully, and she's like, unwanted touching, unwanted touching, <laughs> which I thought was really <laughs> funny. And uh, yeah, all of those little incidents where you can see that there's a clear difference between 2023 and 1987, which I, I thought was was fun. It wasn't a lot of them. You know, you don't have like, you know, the classic uh, Michael J. Fox in a uh, life preserver gag. Uh, you don't have anything like that. But, you know, I, and there's so many things that they just kind of like push under they just sweep it under the rug. Like the fact that she pulls out an iPhone in uh, 1987 and uh, shows it to the girl and, you know, she's like amazed by it, but no one else sees it. And it doesn't, it doesn't be brought up at all. Yeah, especially toward the end. They're just carrying it around in the open. Like, Oh look, you got signal. And no one's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No one, exactly. No one really cares about it at all. No one mentions it, uh, which I thought was kind of fun. Uh, you know, they don't really go too deep into the tiny whiny stuff of time travel, which I appreciated. Uh, but you know, they just kind of wave it off. Like this thing really happened. Uh, and you know, you don't have to like really contemplate how one thing happened in the past is going to affect the future. It was just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. The main thing is the girl goes back in time and she has to find out who the killer is. Um, and I like that, you know, she, pretty much fails <laughs> like the, the girls pretty much die anyway just in a different order so you know she didn't quite get it right but you know at least there was the um the attempt to try to to change the future which i thought was really cool and i and i actually did like the uh well we're in spoilers when she does get back to the future how her life is completely different her name is different uh but the girl was nice enough to uh notate everything and give her like a guidebook which i thought was kind of cool yeah, at first I was like, how how would she know what's different? Because if it changed, it changed. But they did talk about earlier where, no, what already happened, happened. You just, like, would cut the line or whatever, however they did, explained it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, whenever they did change stuff in the past, people would kind of remember it. So, you know, it did have a, a little bit of a ripple effect, which... um Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I, I thought was kind of cool. Um, And I thought all of the performances was good. I thought... uh <laughs> Not not Sabrina, uh, Kieran and Shipka. Uh, I thought she was actually really good. I agree. I think Olivia Holt as young Pam was really good too. 
but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. I thought the story was good. I thought the the performances were good. The other thing that I actually liked about it is that it is a slasher movie. Uh, it is rated R, and even though it's like meant for you know, as Adam said, for like uh, younger teens, it's actually pretty bloody. Like there was one scene where someone was getting stabbed repeatedly, and the camera didn't cut away. <laughs> like you see the knife going into them and coming out. And going back into them and coming out, and I'm like, oh, this is like we're we're jo- we're a jokey slasher movie, but we're actually going to slash some people, uh, and that was unusual for a movie that's trying to. It, I felt was trying to be a four quadrant movie uh, to get like the actual gory slashing. I don't know that 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 seemed it it was unusual and a little extreme, but uh, a part of me kind of appreciated it being in there. Uh, what, what did you guys think of the the slashing and killing in the in the movie, uh, Aubrey? I think sometimes it looked overly fake, which I think I appreciated a little bit more. Okay. Like the girl getting slashed in a waterbed and the, uh, yeah. And then, uh, at the end when, uh, I can't remember her name, the, the girl gets killed in the horror house, the dollhouse yep. thing, like and that looked really, really fake. And uh, when he <laughs> yes. also is stabbing the principal too, like it, it looked pretty fake. It did look fake, but again, the fact that they actually showed it kind of uh, it, it elevated it a little bit for me. Adam, what about you? What did you think of the the gory violence in this movie? I had the same thought you did, where I was like, "Oh, I'm surprised they're showing so much because of their target audience." And then I realized there was no theatrical release. This is an Amazon original. If it had come out in theaters, I bet you they would have cut away or they would have held back a little bit to get that PG-13 rating. You know what? You're right. You're right. If it was theatrical, they probably would have. Yeah, they probably would have like shown the beginning of the killing. Yeah, but maybe not. one or two stabs, then cut away, and it's implied yeah. or they do it with the noise. <laughs> and then when they put it on on Prime, it'd be like now with unseen footage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Slasher cut. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was cool. You know, again, I was a little surprised that they showed it, but you know, it's, it's nice that it's there for just if you want to sit down and watch a time travel slasher movie at least you get some slashes in there so at least there's that all right so those are the things that we liked what about the things that we didn't like adam anything that stood out to you that you did not like about this movie i thought some of the jokes were far too on the nose or they would do them too many times there was like eight blowjob jokes in one hour and a half movie and like (laughs) two of them were funny so it's like maybe do a test audience and you know just keep your best one yep that i kind of rubbed up against the wrong way just because the comedy like it it is a comedy more than a slasher so you know a little bit of a joke economy maybe the other thing was and this is going to get messy because i'd have to rewatch it and it'd be a whole discussion i feel like they established their time travel rules but also didn't quite follow them. (laughs) Yes. And I don't know if that's really a valid complaint because it's not real. It's time travel, but... Oh, I guess the other thing was, and this bothers me in all slashers, they reveal the slasher to be a kid their age. Okay, he had martial arts training so he could move like that and stuff. How does he take an eight-inch hunting knife to his spine and just, like, pull it out and run off? (laughs) That's right, because he got stabbed... Real bad. A few times. Yeah, and you would think that that would have slowed at least slowed him down, Look, but if no, he just it didn't. Got cut, it'd be one thing, but he got like full on, full blade in, stabbed, and 
Uh, again, I'm probably like nitpicking where people who love this movie are like, who cares? Like, it's a silly movie. <laughs> um, but even in Scream, which has been parodied to death, they even got that right. Yeah, you know what? Now that you mention it, I didn't even think about that. You're you're absolutely right. Because there was a point where I'm like, oh, well, clearly we're going to see one of the, the red herring show up with a wound. You know, like, oh, my arm or, you know, oh, I, I can't move my hand because of something. And we're going to know, okay, that's the killer. But yeah, you're right. He was fine. <laughs> he, he he was fine to move on and kill more people. Yeah. Which is, kind which of is even weirder because then they do end up killing him, like, not long after. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Anything else? Anything else you didn't like? Honestly, that's that's really it. So I guess yeah. not too bad for the movie. Okay. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What did you not like about this movie? Um, same as Adam. Like, and some of the things it's... Horror comedy is two genres that is not at all what I like. (laughs) (laughs) It it had its work cut out for it in the first place. Like those, I hate movies that I can pick apart and be like, this doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. I hate this. I don't like movies like that. So the time travel piece of it, I was like, oh, okay, I guess. I'll overlook that. And then he gets stabbed and it's like, oh, come on, at least just do something like make, make him like look like he's in pain or something instead of, you know, finding what's her face outside in the, in the really cool van, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's thing. And it's continue continuity issues that I hate. And, uh, I don't like them. No, even in, other genres too. I don't like when there's issues with continuity and you're not you're not uh, following through with something you've already put in place. That really annoys me. Yeah, I mean, I know, I also don't know if I like that there was a second killer and that he was somebody else. But I guess it made sense when he explained it. I think that he was just kind of a really shitty actor in the end the whole (laughs) ending sequence and that whole quantum drop thing looked really stupid and ridiculous yes i will agree with you and that's definitely that's one of the things that i did not like about it either uh there is definitely you know the the cool thing about time travel movies and when you know you're watching a time travel movie is that the beginning of the movie they're going to set up things that's going to be paid off eventually you know what i mean and i'm thinking about you know, and Back to the Future, it's horrible to compare this movie to Back to the Future because that's a classic. But, you know, in Back to the Future, there's the thing about Marty's uncle that's in jail, you know, that, that they're making him a cake because he's getting out of jail. So when Marty travels back in time and he sees his uncle in a crib and he's like, get used to those bars, kid, you know, it's a callback and it, and it works. This movie, like almost every single piece of dialogue was setting up something. It just kept... And here's the amusement park that is down. And here's the ride where this happened back in the 80s. It was a consistent reminder of things that seem like they're going to play into the story. A few of those things just never did. <laughs> they just dropped so so many things. And in a couple of, well, I can't think of them right now, but there's a couple of things that they put the, the breadcrumbs for. And it meant absolutely nothing when you got to the end of the movie. Uh, or even when they were traveling back in time. So that kind of annoyed me because I was like mentally trying to keep a check of everything that I'm going to have to remember when she goes to the 80s. And then a, a few of those things didn't even didn't even come up. So, you know, that kind of annoyed me. 
the end of the movie, the whole thing with the with the ride that spins around. Yeah, I'm not sure if I completely understand all of that. And again, I stated on the show that it's it's they kind of wave away a lot of the timey wimey stuff just so we can make a more entertaining movie, you know. And they kind of did kind of establish some rules, but that whole fight sequence towards the end, I'm not sure. Maybe it was just me. Maybe I was just too sleepy to really grasp it. But it didn't really. It didn't feel like it was a a satisfying conclusion. You know what I mean? Like it happened and I was waiting for the next big third act fight scene or the next big third act uh, reveal. Uh, And it just wasn't there. It was like, well, here's the second killer. uh, And now he's dead. (laughs) And he died in a way that was explained that someone would die, but it was a throwaway line. So maybe, maybe you remember, maybe you don't. Uh, So that is, feel like there there should have been either a bigger ending for that part or there should have been another twist towards the end at least that and that would have made it more well-rounded for me but other than that you know it's one of those things you if i sit at home and watch it it's okay if i had gone to the theaters and paid money for it i would definitely feel a little bit more disappointed but because it's such a simple concept and it has some comedy that works it has some kills that are bloody uh it does what it set out to do you know, it's not really a lot that I can complain about. The performances are good and, you know, it, it wraps everything up in a nice bowl, although I think it did it a little a little too early and a little too nice. Um, but yeah, that's it. Those are the only things that I did not like about it. I know, yeah, it's okay. It, it, I was well, just going to agree with Mark Ellis. If I had to pay for it, I would have been pissed off. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, Adam, any any final thoughts on the movie? Uh, you did remind me of one thing that kind of bothered me, where I, I don't like it when the people who make the movie assume that their audience is stupid, because all those things they set up and all those callbacks they were doing, they would flat out remind you of it. Like when she sees her young dad, then it shows her older dad, and she's a young mom. It shows her older. <laughs> like we saw these characters three minutes ago. We know. And, and they even did that with the end where the second killer dies on the thing and she flat out says, oh, pink mist. We just talked about that. It's like, yes, okay, we're following. <laughs> you know what? I agree with you. Uh, but also to your point, you did state that the movie was made for a younger audience. Well, let's, let's just call them the TikTok audience, for lack of a better phrase. Fair. They okay. would probably I was say be... younger, not stupid. But then when you said the TikTok audience, I'm like, this is watching 90 TikToks in a row. So they might have forgotten about the third one. <laughs> yeah, they would probably. And it's very little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would need that quick reminder of when she says, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> you need a visual cue of what her dad looks like. If you didn't remember from, uh, you know, five minutes ago. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aubrey, any final thoughts on the movie? Uh, no, no, I guess I don't. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, you know, we we broke it down. Now it's time for a rating. So was our podcast. We do a ratings from zero to five, zero being the worst, five being the best. What do you guys have to say for Totally Killer? Zero to five. Adam, what do you give it? I'll give it a three. A three. All right. Just All right. Better than average. Road. Yeah. A little a little bit better than middle. That, that's good. That's good. Horror and comedy. I'm almost afraid to ask. Aubrey, <laughs> uh, what do you give Totally Killer? Uh I agree with Adam. I think I think uh a three is a good is a good rating for this movie. Wow. Wow. That was much more positive than I thought it would be. I think that won right. you over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, our esteemed co-host Joey DiCarlo isn't here, but I'm going to assume a movie about high school girls being mean to each other. He's going to give it a six out of five. <laughs> it's his favorite genre, high school girls being mean to each other. <laughs> so it's right up his alley. Uh, so, uh, you know what? I am, I'm right there with you guys. It, it's weird. I because I'm an easy grader, as I'm reminded every week, I want to give it a higher score, but I think a three is just about right. I think that fits right in there. Um, cause there wasn't. If there was a couple of things more that elevated it, I would give it a higher score. But I think, you know, it is better than average. So, uh, yeah, I think a three, a three out of five is is the right score for this movie, for me anyway. Um, but that is what we thought, listeners. Uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, hit us up on social media and uh, let us know what, what score you would give the movie. And uh, if there was anything that we missed, any things that you want to pick apart, Facebook, Twitter and uh, TikTok too. So uh, yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. All right. So yeah, so that's it for Totally Killer. Let's get some recommendations, uh, things that we want our listeners to check out. Anything that you want to recommend for the listeners, our esteemed wizard behind the camera, the man, the myth, the legend, who we cannot literally, literally cannot do this show without. Mr. Adam Wallyhawk, anything you want to recommend? I've been watching For All Mankind on Apple TV Plus, and I had a hard time getting into it because it's an alt history thing. And if I'm going to spend the time, I just want to learn the real history. But I gave it a second shot, and it's awesome. Cool. Is it a, would you say it's a drama or more of a. Um, oh, definitely a drama. But... The, the concept, I guess I just threw it out there like everyone knows what I'm talking about, but Apple TV Plus might be like the <laughs> least subscribed to. <laughs> it's uh, what if the <laughs> Russians beat us to the moon? How does it change oh, our okay. like national identity, and what does it do with our space program? Cool, cool. Anyone famous in it? Joel. Oh, crap. I'm blanking on his name. Who's in Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know who you're talking about. Kinnerman. Yes, yes, him. He's very good in it. You'll recognize some of the other character actors, but he's the main guy. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Aubrey, what about you? Anything you want to recommend this week? Uh, Honestly, I don't don't really have much to, to recommend. I've been watching a lot of Crunchyroll and you know I'm I've been watching Cardcaptor Sakura and I'm having more and more issues with Cardcaptor Sakura because there's a lot of pedophilia undertones <laughs> in it. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. If you've ever watched Cardcaptor Sakura like I just got to like episode 28 29 I can't remember what it was. Um and there's a part where Sakura's older brother Toya like his middle school teacher comes back into town and then you find out like he had a whole romantic relationship with his middle school teacher who ended up leaving where they are to go. I don't even remember where she went somewhere else to, to student teach. And then she comes back and, and like, you see this whole scene from the past where she's like, I'm so happy. I've never been so in love. And when I come back, you might have found somebody new that you love. And I'm sitting there like, Bruh, this is a middle schooler you're talking to. <laughs> Jesus. Is this a new and so, show? No, no, it's it's old. This is like probably from 80s, 90s. Um, and so like I Google it and other people are talking about how they say and they have the same issues with card capture Sakura. And some people are actually defending it and they're like, well, this is a supposed to be a kid's show. 
And kids don't really look at it that way. And it's like, no, you're breeding kids to kind of look at <laughs> it like there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you're showing kids it's okay to have relationships with adults. Like all those kids that should be telling their parents when that's happening are not going to because Card Captor Sakura says it's okay. <laughs> so, I would like to recommend Card Captor Sakura, but I. <laughs> I'm becoming more and more uh, uncomfortable with card capture Sakura. So gotcha. um, I I really want to finish it because I started it, but I do find it problematic. Um, maybe I'll recommend. I I also have been watching Demon Slayer on the side, and that one's really good. So yeah, and Death Note. Death Note's always really good too. So and those last two are without pedophilia. I hope. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in in uh, Demon Slayer, you just kind of see a brother and sister, and he kind of takes care of his sister. Uh, in Death Note, you see this dude that just like really wants to be the center of attention and is killing people. So, I mean, that's pretty pretty morbid. But yeah, why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> I tried really hard with Card Captor Sakura. I I really wanted to like it because it's cute. It's like got a really cute theme to it. You know, it's kind of fantasy like. And then there's just so many pedophilia undertones in it. You're like, oh, God, did we yeah, have to? really look past that. Yeah. And it, it's hard because, like, Sailor Moon, too. If you go back and you watch Sailor Moon, here's a 14 year old that's in a relationship with, with an older person, too. And they make it out to be like, you know, here's your child from the future. And we're still talking about a 14 year old here. So. I could well, kind of look past it, but at the same time, I don't really want to, you know, think about children in relationships. <laughs> right, well, no. we're going to chalk that up to the uh, trend English translation for uh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in Sailor Moon, so don't <laughs> don't dissuade me just yet. I'm still I'm still working on it. I mean, it's great. It's still a great anime. Me and Noah watched it uh, for a long time together, but it's not as problematic as Card Captor Sakura. I will tell you, Card Captor Sakura has multiple different problems. All right. Well, um, I will recommend you guys check out the Soul Wizard Podcast website, soulwizardpodcast.com. Uh, the new episodes are going to be there every week. Uh, you can find the links to our Facebook page, our X page, our TikTok page. You'll also find, as we mentioned before, amazing videos that Adam is putting up. Uh, the New York Comic Con coverage is going to be up there. Uh, I'm sure Joy will have something to throw up there too. Uh, so definitely check out the SoWizardPodcast.com website. Uh, the only thing I want to recommend is our store, our T Public store, which the link you can the link you can also find on our website. Uh, new designs will be appearing, paying tribute to some of the things that I love, uh, just things that gave me inspiration of Soul Wizard that I want to wear on my body, and hopefully you will find something else that you would want to wear too. And you don't have to necessarily get a T-shirt if you want to get a magnet to stick on a fridge if you want to get some stickers coffee mugs uh, baby onesies you know anything anything that that they have on there that has a, a cool soul wizard logo go ahead pick it up spend a couple of bucks in you'll be supporting our show uh, we also have a patreon page that i also want to recommend check that out we have a uh, new episodes we will be coming up on patreon uh, where we will be discussing news and probably some uh, <laughs> I Hate You Now Watch movies in the future. <laughs> uh, I was really excited this week 
to have Adam on for a movie that was possibly good. <laughs> yes, you, this you, was a relief. <laughs> Usually when you hear Adam on his show, we're torturing him. So I'm like, uh, hopefully this movie will be good and it won't be as torturous as uh, his past appearances. Yeah, this was not painful to get through. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, that is going to do it for our show. Episode 480 of the Soldier podcast. Uh, Joey is on assignment, but he will be back next week. I have been your host, Marky Mark, a.k.a. The Expert. Uh, and say goodbye to the people, our, my lovely co-host, Miss Aubrey. And totally killer. <laughs> <laughs> and the man with the plan that does an insane amount of work, Mr. Adam Wallyhawk. Hey, thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. And, and we will be back next week, uh, hopefully with Joey. And I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about, but uh, Joey has the plan and we will see. Everybody, have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. <laughs>